0: everybody, welcome back to Fitness Kinder Podcast. I am joined today with a new friend, Mr. Stephen Bryant. Uh, we met through the uh, Strength Performance Network and uh, we've been chatting, chatting back and forth via Twitter and text and I know he's going to be a great asset, especially to people who are um, strength coaches and uh, young athletes. So welcome to the show, Stephen. Thanks for taking the time out to, to be with us
1: absolutely thanks for having me i really appreciate the uh the opportunity
0: i think you're going to be able to, to shed some light um especially for young athletes and and coaches coaching young athletes so um tell us a little bit about your background uh, where you came from and, and go into what you do now
1: oh uh, absolutely uh texas born and raised uh originally from west Te- west texas um uh, grew up a uh, that was a coach, so was really, you know, big into sports and things like that. Uh, got the opportunity to go play football at TCU, uh, whenever I graduated high school, went and played football there. Um, uh, learned a lot, did a, uh, uh had a great career. Uh, unfortunately had a, a good multitude of injuries, which kind of held me back a couple times. Uh, and it was at that point that I really kind of realized that I wanted to learn more about the body, uh, kind of, you know, being in the training room more than I wanted to uh, forced me to kind of learn about the knee and the shoulder and things like that. And so originally my plan was going to school was to be a coach, uh, and kind of following my dad's footsteps. Uh, but going through those injuries and kind of learning about the body, like I said, and what was going on really kind of steered me more into the, the strength side of things and really wanted to, uh, really wanted to try to help younger athletes, you know, to stay out of the training room and to do things right. Uh, with proper form, you know, to understand why they're doing things and, and the purpose for what they're doing them for and, and to make them, uh, better athletes. Uh, and so they can perform and rather than spending time in the training room. So, uh, took right, that, uh, right. took that, took that field up, decided, uh, to go that way, uh, in, in the strength aspect of things. Um, when I got done playing at TCU, I was fortunate enough to get a, a chance to work with, uh, the TCU strength and conditioning, uh, group. Uh, worked with Coach uh, Zach Dakin, who's really well-known in the industry, uh, learned a ton, uh, and that really kind of just sparked me even more to learn more. Uh, After doing that, I was really fortunate to get involved with a a company called Performance Course uh, and uh, took off from there, worked with them and uh, worked with high school athletes, and it really kind of was able to broaden my horizon on what I wanted to learn more about and and understanding the body even more than what I thought I knew, uh, and and now I'm uh, and I'm here, you know, trying to continue to learn, continue to help people that I can, especially younger uh, individuals who's trying to get into the uh, industry.
0: Right on. Like, you know what I find really fascinating is most people that I talk to in the strength and conditioning and personal training side of things is most of them started out as some type of athlete or they had an interest in athletics or they they were really involved with someone who was, you know, very successful in athletics, and then it just kind of takes you in that path, and you want to help people become better, and so you know, learning about the body and obviously training them is the best way to do that. Cause I, I mean, you know, the, the guys that I train, are athletes, so it just kind of takes you down that path, and once you get once you get into it, you fall in love with it. I think, and you just want to pass that down to people. So that's that's awesome.
1: Absolutely, um, absolutely.
0: So what what would you say, transferring from? being a football player at TCU and then starting your career as a strength coach, what would what's some of the foundations that you try to instill into your athletes? What what does that look like? Uh I mean basically uh, my one of my
1: main things is is techniques. Uh you know, nowadays there's you know, athletes that it's all about how much weight you can put on the bar. And they want to lift the most amount of weight, especially guys, you know, when it comes to bench press. They want to see who you know, they ask you what's your bench press. They don't ask you uh you know, what's your squad or anything like that? It's all about the bench press and it's all about numbers and record boards and things like that. When I think right. a lot of times coaches nowadays can miss the, the importance of building the foundation and building, you know, from the ground up, you know, like a building, you don't, you don't start way up high. You just build on that foundation. You set that solid base and then you, that's when you kind of grow and build that, build that, that, uh, that building up, you know, as tall as it can be. Uh, and so I think we have, we have to, we have to know that building the foundation is the most important and in order in order in order to do that you have to have great technique uh you know learning how to hinge learning how to squat correctly uh learning how to do a push-up you know we, we come across some kids that can't even do a push-up yet some coaches will have them doing bench press you know if you can't do a bench uh, a push-up why would you be bench pressing
0: uh right. Right. you know
1: it's kind of it's kind of falls into the thing of you know sometimes less is more you learn to do the things correctly uh and that's in the long run is going to Is going to develop you more athletically and also you know keep you away from those nagging injuries and keep you out of the training room uh and that's what i i tell my athletes each and every day is you know we whether we're going off a percentage whether we're going off of you know rpe uh whatever it may be and how we're trying to work you know a certain uh certain degree of exertion uh, i tell them remember you know it's all about quality it's not quantity partners yep. that are watching or, or spotting, you know, if you see something's off and that weight may be a little bit too heavy today, you know, maybe they had a stressful night. Uh, maybe they uh, didn't get enough sleep, whatever it may be. They may not be, their body may not be ready for that stress. Okay. Maybe we need to back off just a little bit and make sure that technique is right. Uh, and so a lot of my athletes really understand that. And I think that that has made them uh, really understand, uh, you know, how to, how to improve on a lift and continue to improve rather than saying, oh man, i you know, I squat maxed 400 pounds, but I was on my toes and now my back hurts and now my knees hurt. And now I'm in a training room. I can't squat for two months. So right, I think right. building that foundation and being able to regress whenever you think it's time to regress, uh, and then even progress whenever you feel like it's a good time to progress is a big thing that, uh, that can help us to continue to, to develop these athletes in a, uh, in a, uh, in a functional way.
0: Definitely. Do you find that when you start, let's say, working with a younger athlete, do you find that they automatically just want to jump into those bigger lifts and those bigger exercises? Or do you find that most of them are pretty open to uh, suggestion and, and looking for guidance?
1: Uh, I think there's a mixture. I mean, you get some kids, uh, you know, you'll come in, the first thing that you'll go in and say, are we going to bench rep today? You know, when we're starting a oh, program. Yeah. And obviously, obviously we come in with, you know, with Performance Course, the company that I work with uh we come in from an outside source and we help train the athletes uh you know kind of take some some, some pressure off of the strength coaches that's there or the coaches that's there so that they can totally focus on the sport it you know the sport itself we can help you know the conditioning aspect strength strength and power and, and things like that. So it kinda of helps, you know, take a load off of the, the coach's hands so we can take and do our job so they can do their job basically. Uh but when we cut when we come in there they always ask we always we, you know wanna make sure we always want to get a, a feel for what the athletes can and can't do you know uh we'll have our program set but if we're sitting there and they, they'll they come in and ask are we going to bench press and it'll be like first of all let me see can we let's do some push-ups and see if we can do some push-ups first you know see how we how we are there with our core stability uh you know our upper body mechanics and things like that because the last thing we want to do is you know coming in you know and not not necessarily being around the kids as much as the coach would uh, we want to make sure that we understand how they're moving and not just assume that they know how to do these things.
0: Uh, yeah, exactly. You know, I
1: feel like I feel like a lot of people assume just because even uh, even you know we worked all the way from you know first ki- kindergarten, first grade all the way to, to seniors in high school. You know, so and it's been it's a it's a plethora of of athletes, a plethora of different movements, uh, and it's a lot of different you know dysfunctions that can that can go on there. And so you can't just assume that that every athlete whether is going to have a perfect hinge, or they're all going to know how to hinge when you walk in there, or they're all going to know how to squat or anything like that. So you're going to have your your you know different varieties of of movements. Also, you know, taller, shorter athletes and things like that. So uh, assuming I think can can be really a, a killer for some coaches just to assume and say, you know, I wrote this program. This program's awesome. I follow this you know this program. This is what we're doing. Uh, it's going to be awesome. And it might look good on paper, but in the long run, when you walk yeah. in there and you say all right here we go we're going five to five or whatever it may be on on front squat and they get under the bar and it's just horrible you know you got to be able to say okay hold on we got to regress that was that maybe not that's not the plan uh now so we might have to regress to a goblet or even a simple pillar squat you know depending on what level you're working with so i think uh back to your question obviously that you asked uh walking in some kids will kind of get excited and say are we going to bench press and you know are we going to do this we're going to do that and you'll kind of have to explain to them like hey let's let's see if we can uh let's see if we can do a push-up and kind of explain to them hey we can do a push-up we can build this foundation i'll guarantee your bench press is going to be you know outstanding when you're this age as compared to uh you know kind of plateauing because you bench press wrong the whole the whole time that you're doing it and your body's not going to be able to adapt anymore so
0: yeah, then they well that makes a lot of sense because a lot, especially with younger athletes they don't really understand the whole the whole fact that the strength training is going to help you reduce injury but done improperly it could actually you could end up getting injured so that's sure that that kind of builds into the whole progression and regression uh, that you mentioned so what Absolutely. in a, in, a young, in a younger athlete with um, let's say like an in-season athlete what does a program look like um, and you can you know pick any sport that you want but what does something like that look like when someone's in season
1: uh in season wise i mean obviously in season since you're they're going to be getting uh you know a a a great amount of stress with you know their their practices and their and their games that are be ta- being taken place uh you know obviously we're not going to the the weight room is not going to be a huge priority uh, obviously that be, i mean we're not going to sit there and go and walk in there and you know and drop the percentages down to thirty percent and say, hey, just you know, do this, do that. We definitely want to maintain and even kind of improve on some things that we may not be super uh super good at. Uh so if we're working with, you know, basketball players, we want to make sure that we continue to maintain and even kind of stress a little bit of that strength level. Uh because obviously, you know, if you lose strength, then you lose power. You lose power, you can't jump. And so right. we want to make sure that we stress them just enough uh you know to continue to maintain and, and slightly improve throughout the season uh those qualities, you know, uh those biomotor abilities to be able to continue those strength levels and that power to, that power uh power development. Uh but like I said, we don't wanna we don't wanna uh stress them so much to where it's gonna it's gonna impact their their ability to play their the sport. You know, that's the reason that they went through off season. That's the reason they went through preseason was to be able to perform and be able to get up and jump and be able to change directions and accelerate. Uh and so we don't want to, we don't want to hinder that any by adding too much volume or anything in the weight room uh right. we want to make sure that we we hit those major lifts and so you know we'll 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 uh, factor in you know our squats and and our and our main compound lifts uh working you know in the uh you know 60 to 80% range uh and maybe even if we're trying to peak a little bit more but we have some more time before games you know maybe go a little heavier for singles or something like that but uh, we definitely, uh, want to make sure that we don't lose what we've gained throughout that, that off season and preseason. So, uh, but then again, like you were saying, if, if something needs to be regressed, you know, we're able to do that as well. Uh, we can also obviously stress the body in, in a multitude of ways. It doesn't have to just be set in stone. You know, uh, we want to make sure that, that they're getting the most bang for their buck when it comes to performing uh in the weight room to help themselves, you know, achieve and accomplish certain goals on the on the court or on the field or anything like that. So.
0: Absolutely. There is a pretty fine balance between being able to push that athlete without overtraining them in certain situations, Absol- right?
1: Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely.
0: Yeah. To uh to circle back to something you mentioned earlier about how um you and performance course I'd like to take some responsibility off the coaches. How do you guys prepare? And how do the coaches prepare athletes ment- mentally? Because you got you got a pretty good feel about how physically how, how you do the job, but when you when you're looking at an athlete um, physically, it's a lot different. Preparing them mentally, how do you go about doing that with a young athlete?
1: Absolutely, uh, we do a lot of and with our with the company uh, with performance course, we do a lot of character development. Uh, we do a lot of you know working, talking about you know a certain ad, um, attitude, beliefs, leadership, consistency, effort, desire, all these things that that we as uh we feel not only are important for an athlete but for people you know in general you know someone you need to have a great attitude, you need to have fantastic effort, and so we have a lot of uh, a lot of talks and a lot of discussions with our athletes about hey you know today you know let's 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 talk about attitude, okay. Sometimes you go into a situation and you, you know, you don't want to do something and you don't want to do this, you don't want to do that. You're kind of having a bad day. Can you flip that switch? Can you sit there and say, you know what? I'm here not only for myself, but for my teammates. Uh, I need to, to mentally lock in and get focused because we're, for, we're here for a certain goal. Okay. Whether that goal be a district championship, whether that goal be, uh, a state championship or undefeated season, uh, I need to be able to lock in and flip that switch and say everything that's going on, you know, outside of, of this team this environment right here right now can i mentally prepare myself for this workout or for this challenge or for this conditioning uh and, and get better for myself and for my team and so we do a lot of of mental development uh you know physical i mean uh on top of physical development a lot of character development uh kind of just to see how can you uh push yourself you know from within because there's two things that that are hard for, for coaches to sit there and say uh, to control, you know, and we say that's attitude and effort. Uh, I can sit there and tell you, I can tell an athlete all day, Hey, I need more effort. I need more effort. Hey man, don't give me a little bit, a little better attitude. You know, you're not, you don't have a great attitude day, but in the long run, if they don't want to, if they don't want to have give effort, they're not really going to give effort. You know, I can't, I can't, I mean, I can run them, you know, till, you know, they're, they're, they're on their hands and knees, but in the long run, you know, it's that, is that really going to solve the issue? So we want to, not just just torture them and make them you know die. But we want to talk to them and make them understand uh, the importance of of working hard for your team, working hard for yourself, and like I said, being able to switch flip uh, that switch for your teammates and uh, mentally get yourself engaged and mentally get yourself tough whenever you feel tired or whenever you feel like you're kind of out of it a little bit, uh, and and get yourself into that into that zone of uh, of hey, I'm here for a certain purpose. Let's let's get after it. All right. I can worry about the, all the other stuff whenever I get out of here. But for right now, to my teammates to the right, teammates to the left, I'm here for y'all. It's, it's, I'm, I'm going to get better for y'all today. So we've tried to instill, you know, that holding each other accountable, uh, making sure that everybody understands that, you know, you have a role. Everybody has a role on a team. Uh, and, you know, some roles might be greater than others and some and things like that. But in the long run, it is a team, uh, effort and you need everybody to be involved, everybody to be engaged. And, uh, I think that, uh, we do a good, really good job at getting athletes to understand that aspect, uh, when it comes to, uh, it's not all about physical development. You know, you got to manic- uh, mentally be locked in in order to, uh, to get yourself better.
0: Right. And all of that transfers directly to that individual sport too. And probably, at I least, mean, you know, if you're dealing with young athletes that have schoolwork and, and home lives and everything else, I mean, all of that is part of the character development that transfers onto the field, to the court, their home life, their personal life.
1: Absolutely. I mean, it's
0: all, it all parts of it. I think it, I think people kind of, kind of laugh sometimes when they talk, when you talk about how um, sports and athletics and weightlifting and strength training and exercise in general really contribute to the rest of your life. Because if you do have like that mental Attitude about it. More than likely, if it's a good attitude about it, that's going to transfer to the other things that, that you're doing. Absolutely. Like. If, it's, if it's a piss poor attitude, that's going to spill over. Also, you got a piss poor attitude in the gym. It's going to transfer to the court. You're probably not going to have a good game. You're going to be pissed off at home, and it's just going to. It's like a trickle down effect.
1: Definitely, and that's in like yeah, and I mean, and we don't we don't we don't stress that just. You know, just whenever we're, we're, we're programming or we're working with the athletes, we sit there and say, hey, having a great effort is not just when you walk in here for this this 90 minutes. You know, I'm not asking, I'm not, I don't want, you know, a good attitude or I don't want great effort. I don't want you to have desire just for this 90 minutes. I want you to have that for your entire life. Like, I want you to go to work and have, and give great effort. I want you to go home on your homework and give great effort. I want you to go home and, and, and talk to your parents and have a great attitude. You know, when they ask you, how was your day? Uh, because that's going to carry over, you know, like you said, throughout life, and that's going to make you someone that wants, you know, that people want to be around, uh, and that could influence, you know, just a multitude of things as you get older. And and like you said, yeah, if you can have, a, if you have a great attitude whenever you know things are really hard, uh, it's going to make you enjoy, enjoyable to be around, and it's going to you kind of, you know, help influence those that need that 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 little bit of guidance that may be struggling Definitely. a little bit. And so, and that's why we talk about leadership as well. Uh, you know, every everybody needs someone to follow starting out. All right. Sometimes yep. you, have, you know, there's there's leaders and there's followers, uh, and sometimes those those followers just need somebody that is that they can they, they can interact with and sit there and say, man, I love how they do this. I love how they do that. I love how they give effort. I love how they don't ever complain. I want to be that person. And so it's it's about influencing others, you know, in a positive way to not only make you know, like I said, your teammates better on the field or on the court to make them better individuals you know, in, throughout the rest of their life. And so, yeah, our character development is not just a, a thing that we do for 90 minutes, sit there and say, hey, is it just for this 90 minutes, uh, I want you to focus on your attitude. No, when you get out of here, man, I want you to have a great attitude. Whenever you wake up in the morning and go to school, I want you to have a great attitude. And uh, I think that we, we are able to really try to really impact uh, a lot of athletes to become not only better athletes but better individuals.
0: I mean, it really sounds like it. you get, you got to have a – a really good grasp on, especially to tell to tell a kid, uh, you know, a young athlete, that when you're away from your sport or your activity, you're still part of a team, right? Absolutely. I mean, you have to play. Being part of life in general, you're part of a team. You're going to be mm-hmm. at work, in school, so all that's going to reflect. And it's, you made some really good points.
1: Definitely, um, definitely.
0: Let's, let's circle back to uh, the exercise thing. I, I want to talk a little bit about about uh warm-ups for athletes uh, i think it's really kind of a hot topic uh from person to person coach to coach everybody has a different method behind it just like strength everybody has a different method behind it what what are some of your and performance courses uh outlooks on warm-up techniques
1: uh I, especially I, for young I'm, athletes yeah no i what you just said i absolutely 100 percent agree uh i think sometimes we get we get so, you know, locked in on, hey, we, we got to squat today, so let's just jump under the bar and start squatting, you know, when sometimes it takes a little, you just need to, you know, and I'm not saying you have to warm up for 30 minutes. Obviously, that can, that's a little excessive, but, you know, definitely getting in those certain uh, mobility, stability uh, requirements that each joint, you know, that uh, the joint by joint approach is what we follow. Uh, getting those in pre, uh, pre-exercise, I think it's definitely important to uh to not only prepare them for their activity for that day but also to help you know just in daily living you know being able to to move you know properly uh but we de- uh, we follow a joint by joint approach uh you know which works you know uh ankle mobility knee stability hip mobility uh, all the way up you know the kinetic chain uh and make sure we try to hit those whether it be uh, in a dynamic warm up or whether we're you know, stationary and moving dynamically through Spider-Man lunge with rotations for the T-spine and the hip mobility uh, to ankle circles uh, to things like that, uh, we find that definitely getting our, our body prepared and our core temperature up is going to help improve those, whether we're working strength development, power development uh, for that session. And so we uh, we are very particular in making sure that we, we work uh, through our warm-up progressions uh, and through, uh, to help make sure our athletes are prepared and also to, uh, you know, re- reduce the chances of an injury happening, happening because of, you know, we were too blocked down with wanting to squat so, f- you know, getting under this bar so fast, we didn't give our chance to, to heat up and get our body prepared mentally and physically. And so we, we definitely take the time to, to, uh, work our athletes through a dynamic, uh, certain, uh, a specific kind of dynamic warm up. Uh, either on the field or in the weight room, depending on what our goal for that day is, uh, and to, like I said, to make sure that they are, are are mentally and physically prepared for that uh for that day.
0: That's a really good point you brought up. So you kind of circles all the way back. You kind of brought the whole thing full circle because during the warm up, <laughs> that's I mean that's that's really that's kind of cool because during the warm up, like that's a. That's a perfect time to get mentally prepared just for the workout itself. You know, you're not Absolutely. coming in there thinking, "Oh shit, now I have to get underneath this bar and squat my brains out." So instead, Definitely. you're like, "All right, I'm going to go through this this X where, however long it lasts, you know, ten, fifteen, ten minutes of a of a prep, so I can I can be better prepared to to do this work." And then by the time you get there, hopefully, you're you're mentally into it, you're focused because you know you've done everything you need to do leading up to that point. Definitely, and, and we. And we work with
1: athletes, you know, there's, there's a, there's a lot of athletes uh, and sport groups that we, we will work with, you know, early, early in the morning and which, you know, a lot of, a lot of sports will do that. We'll get going early in the morning or late, you know, after school or whatever it may be. But there's a lot of sports that we work with early in the morning and it is hard. It is hard to wake up and get out of bed. And, you know, a lot of times, you know, young athletes will just, you know, roll out of bed and they'll come in there with their hair all spiked and, you know, (laughs) eyes, eyes still half closed. And so, you know, asking them to just say, "Hey, all right, here we go. We're going, you know, we're going power clean pulls today," uh, instead of just saying, "Hey, you know, throw some twenty fives on, let's go," and their body's not prepared. That's when those injuries happen because you're not locked in, you're not focused, you're not setting your your body up for success because you're not focused. And so, you know, getting them to understand, "Hey, all right, we're going to go through this warm up, you know," and like you said, it gives them a chance, you know, ten minutes worth of Hey, okay, I gotta lock in. Or right, oh, I kind of feel a little tight here. I need to work on that. Or or oh, uh, you know, uh, this kind of feels. You know, my ankle kind of feels tight. I need to make sure that I kind of get a little bit more hip mo- or ankle mobility going. Or my hip is kind of stiff, or whatever it may be. Uh, we got to make sure that we get them in a set up for, for the ability to perform maximally on that day, and not and not you know half speed. You know, we want to make sure that we're getting there right. better. They're there for a purpose, and we tell and you know we'll tell our athletes hey you're here you woke up you got out of bed why not get better today you know yep. why not why not make <laughs> yourself better today why not make the person to your right and left better today you're here already it's time to go and so uh that warm up i think like you said allows for uh you know them to lock in and and physically and mentally prepare themselves for what's in store for that day uh and so yeah
0: i 100% agree definitely i'm gonna, i'm going to steal that little a little slogan you just said that you're here already. Why not get better today? I'm going to steal it oh, just so you know. <laughs> take
1: it. I'm I'm, I'm, I'm use, here to help. I'm, I'm going to use that. <laughs> I mean, I'm here to help early
0: morning clients, especially there you go. Yeah.
1: I mean, it, it, you'll kind of see them, you'll, you'll get some stairs and they'll be like, well, well, maybe you're right. You know, I did get yeah, out of bed. Yeah. The hardest part was over. The hardest part was, uh, and I don't remember who said it. Somebody said it. I, somebody, I think somebody told me this one, one time was, uh, your day starts, you can either, you can defeat the day or the day can defeat you on when that alarm goes off. If you hit snooze, that day's already defeated you.
0: Yep, uh And so you know. if, you know, if
1: that alarm goes off and you get out of bed, you won the day. Now all you got to do is go perform. And so uh I think that's a great, a great way to see things. And, and, you know, after come in and they you kind of tell them that, Hey, you're already here. Let's go to work. Uh And then your eyes kind of open. you know, He's right. Like I got out of bed, you know, I drove over here. I'm, you know i'm i'm here why not why why not get better today so i like say like i yeah. use that and i think my athletes really uh really kind of can can take that in and say you know what he's right it's time to go so i hope and yep. you know hopefully they're able to influence others and everything like that and so it becomes a a great session so
0: absolutely there's well i mean you think about it, like i what I like to tell people is especially when they come in the kind of distracted i'm like there's nothing in the gym that's going to distract you from doing the work cuz you're already you're already here what else do you have? There's no computer. There's, yep. there's no, you know, there's nobody like barking in your ear except for me. I mean, that, that's it. There's no, you have nothing else to worry about but these next 15 repetitions and then the next yep. exercise. Then, and then you're done. That's it. You know, you don't have, you're not going to be sitting at your computer and then you're like, oh, crap, i got to make this phone call. Oh, no, i got to run out and grab the groceries. There's nothing else happening for the next 30 to, to 60 minutes that you have to think about.
1: Definitely. So, and I think that's, that's, I mean, a lot of, I think a lot of strength coaches, I think that's what they like about, you know, as you get older and you get done playing sports and you continue to lift, I think people like the, the release from stress of life. Uh Yeah. I mean, I definitely. think it just helps you go in there and you don't, and you don't have to worry about your homework. You don't have to worry about, you know, what you're, what's going on at work or anything like that. You kind of go in there and just spend that, you know, 45 minutes to an hour or however long. uh, And you just get to kind of decompress and, and work on yourself and get yourself better. And I think that's why a lot of people really enjoy, you know, the fitness industry because I think it it yeah. kind of helps them to to lock in and and you know kind of get away from those outside stressors uh, for just a moment. And I think that's a, a really beneficial thing for sure.
0: Yeah, I think so too. Well, hey, what uh, what other kind of projects you have going on on your end or or performance course? What else do you guys have going on over there?
1: Uh, kind of uh, I, alluding back to. Uh, uh, the injury and the injury prevention, you know, that we go through with our warm-up to make sure that we're we're prepared, uh, we do a lot of, of and this has been a, a big topic, you know, as far as young athletes and especially female athletes, we work with female, you know, males and everything like that, is, uh, you know, ACL prevention and things like that. Uh, people talk about all these ACL, you know, preventative me- measures that they're taking and things like that to try to, you know, reduce the risk especially for female athletes, you know, that have a greater Q angles or lack the, you know, posterior chain uh strength, uh, or just, you know, simple coordination or control of the uh, of the knee uh from, you know, valgusly uh that valgus movement. Uh yep. and so we do a lot of of jump training in order to improve the ability to land and then explode. Uh, I think a lot, of, a lot of coaches kind of just jump right into plyometrics uh, because, you know, obviously plyometrics is, is a great way to become, a, you know, explosive, power, powerful athletes. Uh, we, we obviously know that, uh, but just jumping into it, it, it can be a, a way to kind of hinder their ability because you're jumping into it at such a young age when they get older, especially if they've done it wrong, they're going to sit there because they've done it wrong, they've done it wrong, they've done it wrong. And instead of continuing to climb that ladder to get better to that peak, you know, performance that they're ready for, they kind of just sit there and stagnate and kind of hit that plateau because they started off so, so young and, and did not learn the proper ways to land. And then also, you know, injury could take place. And so we do a lot right. of, of, uh, jump training as far as developing, especially our younger athletes and even into our older athletes because we find that, uh, that people just don't know how to land. So if I can't land, yeah. why? Who's gonna? Why would a coach expect me to be able to jump? You know, you know, vertically, max effort, six times in a row or five times in a row, whatever it may be. And every time, that's six bad landings. That's six times that my knee valgusly collapsed. Uh yep. And that that you know just leads to uh, 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 possible injury. And so I kind of give, you know, with, with the technique aspect of things that we talked about earlier, I kind of give my, uh, athletes, I tell them about a credit card. I said, Hey, what happens when you bend a credit card back and forth over and over and over again? And they're like, eventually it breaks. I was like, exactly. I was like, the first time you do something wrong, they may not, they may not break. The second time may not break. The 10th time it may not break, but that 15th time that dysfunction is what's going to get, what can lead to an injury that you can't come back from. And so they, that's what they really understand is, Hey, you know, I may have done that land wrong, but I can fix it now because we've we've broken it down. We've you know we've done our depth, uh, our uh, altitude lands and things like that. Toe drops where we jump or we drop down and just simply land and make sure our knees are over our toes. You know our hips are back. We're in that good UAP position and we're prepared for another jump if that were to come. And obviously we've progressed into it, uh, being able to you know come down, load, explode, land. And so, uh, I think that is a big, uh, a big component of our of our our uh, company is that we want to make sure that kids know how to land and know how to explode and land again to get themselves in the proper positions to hopefully reduce those chances of, a, of those ACLs and and uh, those injuries that we kind of find common in, in athletes nowadays. Uh, and uh, yeah, you know, and we just we and basically the thing is is that. ACL preventative measures, you know, which and nothing's preventable. You know, you don't ever know something's going to happen. But for those non-contact, being in a good position and being able to decelerate, uh, if we can, if we can get our athletes to understand and get them strong, you know, in that posterior chain and being able to decelerate uh, and put them in a better position uh, to have them, you know, on the field and not, you know, in the training room, uh, then we've done our job. And so basically, I, we feel good ACL. Uh, Training is simply good just strength training. If you're a good if you're if you have a great strength and conditioning program and a great program being set and you're following the right progressions and you're not trying to to uh progress too quickly because it's cool or you you know, use bands because the guy in you know at LA Fitness is doing using bands or whatever it may be,
0: uh
1: just because it looks cool, or you saw it on, you know, on the on YouTube, uh but and just doing things in the proper manner and progressing is going to have that long-term effect on athletes than it would if you just jumped up and said, all right, we're using chains today. We've never done it, but it looked cool when I saw it on, on YouTube. Uh, I think y'all could, y'all could, you know, and then you got these seventh-grade kids that are like, what? What is going on? Like, I don't even know how yeah. to have goblet squat. I don't even have a goblet squat yet, but you're going to expect me to do a front squat with some chains? Uh, and so I think we do a great job at at progressing and following the right progressions, regressions, to set our athletes up for, for success and, and uh, keep them healthy, you know, even past their athletic careers, you know, when they get older, being able to continue to walk and uh, sit down and have good knees and things like that. So I think mean, that's one of our number one priorities on top of our character development is injury pre- uh, reduction uh, to make sure that we are setting them up uh, because in the long run, you know, they're, they're there to play a sport. You know they're in the weight room because they want to get stronger and get and get faster and get more powerful to play their sport uh the weight room isn't their sport, and yeah. so our goal is you know how good or how good is you know your your division one you know wide receiver how good are you on the sidelines if he's you know injured he's not he's no help he's not any help because he went you tried to progress him in something that he wasn't ready for in the weight room and it you know caused a dysfunction that led to his inability to play so I think there's definitely uh, you know obviously we want to stress a body and we want it to adapt but I think there's a there's a there's proper progression you don't want to jump it you know jump you don't want to go five steps forward whenever all you need to do is go one step forward to get that that yeah. adaptation that we want
0: yeah I couldn't have said it better myself there's I mean, you, you build a foundation and so in the future you have a foundation Become stronger, just like you know. You tie it back into your your very first comment that you made when we first started the podcast. It's just that the foundation is so crucial, and it will translate. You know, for for the very select few students who do go on to play Division one or any kind of Division college college athletic, they'll already have mm-hmm. that solid base. And if you're even more fortunate enough to go on to play in the pros, then I mean, obviously, you're even more set up for success. But if you if you're one of the you know the vast majority of people who don't go on, then at least you have the working knowledge to to safely train yourself, hopefully.
1: Absolutely. And even
0: if you and even if you're not really training yourself, then you at least have healthy knees, you're not beat to crap anyway. <laughs> <All right>? I <laughs> I couldn't
1: know. I couldn't uh I couldn't have said that any better. That's exactly how I feel. I mean that's and yeah. and like I said, and uh and going, you know, like you said, and there are those select few that are that are fortunate enough to go, you know, play at the college level than even go at the at the professional level and we what we we kind of pride ourselves on is is you know progressing our athletes so we start our athletes off where they you know are going to build that base and that solid base where man i'm you're strong you're stronger in that base okay let's take a step forward uh and then obviously you know we we only have till they're a senior and then if they're fortunate enough to go play at the college level we we would we would love for those athletes to go to college level and they step in that weight room and the coach says all right here we go let's see what your your power clean pool looks like or your power clean high pool or your hand clean pool or whatever it may be that we worked you know up to a certain point with our athletes depending on their abilities uh and them sit there and then knock that out and the coach goes wow you know well you were taught correctly there's there's no better feeling than that than you know having a, awesome. a coach at the a coach at the higher level sit there and say man you were taught correctly uh you know you weren't taught with a dysfunction and now i got to kind of now I have to regress you in in college to get you going in the right direction instead, you know. Uh and so we, we really pride ourselves on doing things correctly. We feel like it's definitely quality over quantity, uh right. to make sure that they do the thing the little things right and if they are fortunate enough to go play at that, that higher level. But they walk into that weight room and have, you know, pride in what they've done. And that coach will sit there and be like, man, you were taught right. That's awesome. And now we can continue to take those steps forward to get you even stronger, even more powerful. And that's when those, you know, those certain, uh, those t- certain tactics and tools and things like that can come into play for them and, uh, continue to make, have them grow as an athlete. So that's a big, Absolutely. uh, a big, uh, goal of ours. Yes, sir. Well,
0: awesome. Well, hey, Coach, uh, if anybody wants to get a hold of you, you shared a, a ton of information already, but if anybody wants to get a hold of you and reach out, maybe get some more information about Performance Course or even about uh, anything specific that you mentioned in here, where, where can they reach you?
1: Uh, you can go to at Bryant Stephen on Twitter. Hit me up on Twitter. Uh, uh, you can go to PerformanceCourse.com. It has all our information if you want to ca- kind of learn more about Performance Course and what we do. Uh the guy uh, our 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 ceo and founder Gino Pierce has done a great job with what we do and i it's definitely because of him that i've you know had the ability to continue to learn and continue to develop as a, as a coach and as a as a mentor to you know younger athletes uh and that's just my simple goal is if i can influence you know one person a day to get them better mentally or physically then i've i've accomplished you know what i what i want to do and it's my it's my uh my goal throughout life to to influence as many people as I can and make them as the best that they can be. Uh and so yeah, if you uh any any questions or anything like that, uh at Bryant Steven, uh on Twitter. Uh or you can go to performancecourse.com, dot com uh and you can find a little bit more. There's my bio there's my bio and uh all my uh coworkers' bios are on there. You can look like kinda of find out a little bit more about us and uh, if you have any questions don't be don't hesitate to ask. Uh I'm I would more than happy to help. Uh, I had a lot of people help me, you know, growing up and getting into the industry. And I think that it's uh, our job as strength coaches to continue to develop and continue to help younger, uh, younger strength coaches that are getting into the industry to make sure that we all have a specific goal. And that goal is to get athletes better and get athletes to perform on the field. And, you know, it's a it's uh influencing and, and developing these athletes is what why we do what we do. And so any questions that anybody has, I'm more than happy to help. Uh I mean I reach out to people all the time. I'm you know, I don't have yeah. all the answers, but if I can help somebody, you know, get get to where they're they're trying to get to, then I'm more than happy to for sure.
0: But what what good is all that knowledge if we're not gonna share it, right? I mean, gotta, absolutely, it absolutely down, especially if it's good. It just it doesn't do anybody any good if you, if you just do your job and don't share what you've learned, and then, you know, when you're done with a career, you've taught nothing, you know? Definitely. Yeah, day. it's so, like,
1: that's like, yeah, absolutely. I, I agree. Uh, it's like, I mean, it's, it's not a competition. We're not, you know, I mean, right. obviously we, we want to be the best that we can be. And we love, you know, saying, and, and, you know, doing this and doing that, but I don't have any problem with, you know, I read, you know, reading these books and damn, that guy had that that's an awesome idea. I'm going to, I'm going to learn that and I'm going to give it to someone else. You know, and then they give it to someone else. And now we have, you know, just uh, everybody and all these train coaches learning the correct things, you know, because you were, you were, you allowed yourself to say, hey, this, hey, this is what you need to do. And that's why I think that, you know, internships that, that people do and all that stuff are great because it gives them, you know, that they're allowed to, you know, get themselves kind of uh, in the field and have that guidance from that person that's a little higher up and understands what it is and what's going on. You know, to influence that kid and that guy goes on to be a head guy somewhere else, and he gives, you know, he helps these these, uh, these uh, strength coaches, and they go on somewhere else. And so, uh, like you said, you know, what's all that? What's what's good with all the knowledge if you're just going to keep it to yourself, right? So exactly, I think the more the more coaches that know. The more things correctly, the right things, uh, the better that we're doing our job and the better that our athletes are going to be.
0: 100%. 100%. That's a good mic drop statement right there. (laughs) (laughs) Well, hey, hey, Coach Bryant, again, I appreciate it, and uh, we'll get this out to everybody, and I know it's going to help some kids along the way. So uh, stay tuned, and uh, we'll talk to you very soon, okay?
1: Yes, sir. Thank you very much. I appreciate it.